0: ladies and gentlemen this is tad stones of the disney afternoon and i love the great big beautiful tomorrow no wait that's not the name of it beautiful podcast did i get that right
1: episode 12 starts now okay welcome to the great big beautiful podcast i am justin And I'm here with Jamie, fresh back from a big trip to the Walt Disney World Resort. How you doing, Jamie?
0: Hey, howdy, hey.
1: So you're pretty tired out, I'm guessing?
0: Exhausted. But um, I'm happy to be home, but it was a good trip.
1: Right. And Jamie was down there for, uh, if you weren't following along, he was down there for the What's the what's the proper terminology here Jamie? Help me out.
0: Uh, I believe that is the uh, Disney Parks Social Media Moms Celebration.
1: <laughs> so so I think we should title this uh, episode Jamie's a Disney Mom maybe. I don't know. I
0: am a mom and it was it was held over Mother's Day weekend and my daughter thought it was awesome that I got to be a mom for the weekend. <laughs> and my wife didn't really like that because she felt like I was stealing yeah. her thunder on Mother's Day, but my kids <laughs> thought it was pretty awesome.
1: Oh, uh, that's yeah. I, I mean, it is pretty cool. And uh, was there like a lot of uh, family things that you guys could do over the weekend together, or was it you in a conference room for a lot of it?
0: Well, technically, it was four days. It was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, f- Friday was really the only day that was, um, you know, quote unquote, a conference. Right. Um, it was morning to evening. Um, it was like a full day of of sessions and speakers and things like that, and that was pretty pretty much um, attendee only, so it was just the invited uh, mm-hmm. bloggers um, that were there for all of those sessions um, But there were events Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and even dinner on on uh, Friday night um that were family friendly and everybody was invited to okay. um and even on Friday morning while we were all in sessions they did have a few optional family um events going on so mm-hmm. it was very much a family event like they they very much encouraged attendees to bring their families they didn't want us to just go alone and uh i don't think anybody did go alone everybody i saw had their whole family there um and so it was, they, they, they did, I'll give them credit for that. They did a really good job of, of having a lot of uh, family friendly and kid friendly um, events for the extended family. That was not part of the conference itself. I guess I should talk about a few of the misconceptions. Yeah. Clearly I'm not yeah. a woman. I am not a mom. It is called the social media mom's celebration. A um, couple things I want to say about that. So um, I saw a lot of kickback on Twitter and online about, um, it being, it is handpicked. You can't deny that this is, this is an invitation only event. You can't apply for it. You know, Disney parks has their own secret formula for who they want there. Um, they did do their best to make it variety, uh, Make a variety of different people, I guess, in terms of what people blogged about, um, it wasn't all hardcore Disney bloggers or Disney family bloggers. Um, There were some people there who had never been to Disney before and didn't write about Disney ever, Um, but they were still chosen. So I met a a couple of women who wrote about organic food or um, there were a couple of women who just kind of did like more crafty type things. Okay. Um, So, I mean, it was, when you think of the term mommy blogger, um, it really does hit the nail on the head of who was there, but they weren't all, Hardcore Disney bloggers, so I know a lot of people really want to know how do you get invited to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I didn't do; I, I should have asked more people, but I didn't really do a, a detailed re- any, any sort of detailed research on this. But it did feel like for the people who were there for the first time, many of them had attended one of the on the road cele- uh, conferences. And if you don't know, every year um, Disney has three um and they're sort of spread throughout the country Mm -hmm. they call them on the road disney social media moms on the road conference celebration i'm not really sure what the last word there is Mm -hmm. and they're just sort of like a half day um they're held in a hotel and it's just some speakers that come in they talk about i went to the one in philadelphia last Mm -hmm. year um and they talk about um they talk about Disney, the parks, what's going on new in the parks. They talk about some more general interesting for, for, for bloggers, for, you know, for the quote unquote mommy bloggers. Um, I had a good time at the one in Philadelphia last year. I, I had just started blogging and I, I don't know how I found the application. I had just applied on a whim. Mm-hmm. Didn't think I was going to get in cause I'd only been blogging for like a couple months. Um, and I got accepted. So I went cause it was just up the road in Philadelphia. Um, and it was enjoyable. I didn't really know what to expect. I had a good time. Um, would I go to it again? Probably not. I didn't really get much out of it. Yeah. Uh, it now, granted, all it cost me was gas up there. There was no right. registration fee for that that I remember. Well, I don't think that there was.
1: My wife got invited to the one in New York, and we went, but I mean, it's pretty far. If we drove, it would be about 12 hours. But Yeah but we were going to new york so it was kind of like a yeah you know,
0: i mean if, if it's city. close to home or if you're gonna be there anyway it makes sense right i mean it was just a couple hours up there i just left early in the morning got up mm-hmm. there and came back that day so it really wasn't that bad uh i didn't get much out of it um and i think that's why i sort of got on their radar because i was at that event right. and so this year at the big one um there were a lot of first-time attendees. Uh, mm-hmm. There were some returnees, but there are a lot – and they mentioned this several times. So I think that the, in terms of the percentage, that they had a lot more this year. I think this is the sixth year that they've done
1: it. Yeah, I think so.
0: Um, and uh, so there were a lot of first-time attendees, and many of them had attended the On the Road. So if anybody out there is listening and they have the question, how do you get invited? What's the magic you know, formula? I think really the biggest thing is to go to one of those on the road events Um, and and already have an online presence and be writing about something that Disney will think is of interest. No, let me back up. Be writing about something that has readers that would would be interested in Disney. So you don't need to be writing about Disney, but if you're writing about family-friendly events or or crafting or, you know, healthy food for your kids or something like that, where the people who are reading your blog would also potentially be interested in Disney, the Disney brand, taking a vacation to Disney World, that's what they're going to target. They may not target somebody who writes about muscle cars. You know, they may not target somebody who writes about you know, high-end expensive scuba diving vacations, because that's a different market than what they're looking at. Right. So that's sort of, I, I don't know if there is a magic formula, but it seemed to me that the on the road was, was the stepping stone.
1: So then the next question everyone's going to ask is how do I get invited to the on the road?
0: <laughs> apply. I mean that exactly. you can apply for. Yeah, exactly. uh, again, there's no guarantee that you're going to get invited. Um, mm-hmm. This year's invitations already went out. Um it's usually if you watch the calendar, you know, the so the, the big one is, you know, this it was just in May, so it's sometime spring-ish. And then after that wraps, then they announce and open up the the application period for the on the road events. Um, I believe just within the last week or week and a half, they sent out all the invitations for this year's um days. Um yeah, again and there I think that the formula for getting invited is, is the same thing, you know, have, have an existing presence and be writing about something that the audiences will overlap with what Disney is looking for.
1: And, and I don't know necessarily if they care, about I mean, the size is a little bit of a factor of your audience, but I've I had some, I don't think it's necessarily something.
0: No. But, I mean, and I had a very small, I mean, again, I had just started yeah, yeah. and I'm not on Facebook. I mean, I go on Facebook when I absolutely need to, but I'm mostly just on Twitter and sometimes on Instagram. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: and at that point, I only had—I probably had fewer than 300 Twitter followers at that point. So yeah. I didn't. I had a, I had a minuscule following, um, but yet there were other people there. And again, I'm talking about last year on the road. There were other people there who had thousands. You know, yeah. so I think that whoever is making that decision on Disney's end is not—it's not a strict numbers game. They're looking to sort of—they're um, looking to create. They're looking to cast as wide of a net as possible, and if you only have three hundred followers, but they like what you're doing, and mm-hmm. you have a niche or you're capturing and talking to an audience that they don't see somewhere else, then they're they're likely to take you regardless of the size of your audience because your audience is only going to grow if this is if you're serious about this. Mm-hmm. And so it seems to me that they're willing to sort, you know, I I don't know if it's, you know, they're not they're not investing in you, really. But, you know, for the on the road event, they're just letting you come for the half of the day. So they're willing to take a risk. Right. I think now for the big one, for the for the big celebration, it is a bit more of an investment. We did have to pay, but the value in what we were given far outweighed what we paid. Right. Um, and there are only a few not a few, but there's only a certain number of spots that they can take and everybody wants to go to this. Um, So I think that it might be more of a numbers game, but again, I'm not, I don't have thousands and thousands of followers, you know? So it's, I think that what it is, is it might be my gender. It -hmm. might be the type of audience that I'm talking to. It might be that I write for a few different sites. Again, I don't know. I, I, it's a secret, formula that they use i have no idea why i got
1: chosen i was <laughs> i like to pretend it's monkeys with a dartboard no I'm it joking.
0: probably is i've met no i'm I'm gonna be nice i'm
1: joking <laughs> i'm sure yeah i'm sure it's disney they have they definitely know what they're they, looking for
0: they've they've got some <laughs> some master plan Yep. um oh, okay. but yeah so going back to the name it is the social media mom's celebration um, I, I couldn't get a fixed number on how many attendees were there. I got different numbers between 175 and 200. Um, there were two men that were attendees. So it was me and one other guy. Um, now, obviously, there were lots of husbands who were there as part of the families. But in terms of the people who were invited, there were just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was sort of the running joke by a few of the speakers. They would get up on stage and they'd be <laughs> like, hello, social media moms
1: and, and dad.
0: Yeah. And because for some reason they only thought that it was one and they kept putting me in the spotlight. So it made me feel a little bit bad for the other guy. Cause he was you know, only two and he already got forgotten. Um, but uh, yeah, I feel like the biggest criticism against the social media moms thing is that it is so targeted to the quote unquote mommy blogger demographic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure why that is. I, maybe they're more outspoken. Maybe they're, just more of them maybe they're easier to approach about um you know um ads not ads right. you know right. like targeted campaigns yeah. and pr stuff yeah i'm not really sure what the deal is um but they do not look to be changing they just rebranded um and they kept the mom's mm-hmm. name so and the same thing with the mom's panel
1: i i think it's a common trend not just among disney i think just being involved in the dad's blog, dad bloggers community. It just seems it's it's something it's a common trend that usually the moms get uh the PR pitches a lot before the dads will. And I it it might be a business decision. I don't know, maybe they think I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know what their thinking is behind it, but I'm I'm gonna guess it has something to do with a with maybe they think more people will be reading the moms versus the dads for that type of material. I don't really know. Yeah. But it seems to be the way.
0: Yeah, no, I don't have the answer either. I'm not really sure, but it looks like they're, I mean, they're sticking with the mom's name for now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it is, they call it the, and I'll get into specifics here in a minute, but I'm still parsing out the name here. So it's the, it is the social media moms celebration. And I think it's important that they didn't use the word conference because it is not a conference. Mm-hmm. It is not a blogger conference. It is not um, a writers' conference. I mean, when you think conference or convention, um, I think you know lots of hotel boardrooms. I think speakers. I think everybody's sitting there taking notes, and there's sessions, and there's breakout panels, and you know, there's lots of you know networking and things, and it's people learning how to whatever they do. It's learning how to do that better, or learning mm. from experts in their field, and listening to people talk, and that sort of thing. This is not that. Even on Friday, which was all panel, quote unquote panel and session, they still felt very commercial. Um everything was um sponsored. Everything was sponsored by a company, like a non-Disney company. There were third parties that came in and sponsored the lunch, or they sponsored the reception, or they sponsored this session. Mm-hmm. And and so it was the companies would come in or the people would come in. And it felt very commercial. It did not, it wasn't like, okay, we've got 200 mommy bloggers in the room or women who blog. How can we teach them how to blog better? How can we teach them how to use video to enhance their, their websites? Right. How can we teach them to, you know, to work together, to collaborate and, and share great ideas? No, it was, here's my brand now tweet like crazy and I'll give you something for free. You know, and if you tweet, you know, hashtag Haynes. This, you know, and and that was the, you know, the joke that went a little bit viral among the the critics was the the hashtag Haynes. And the reason that that came up was because it it was lunch on Friday lunch was sponsored by Hanes. And so, you know, they had a Hanes spokesperson and they talked about all the great products. And, you know, while we were eating, they said, here's this great swag bag of Hanes stuff. And if you want to win it, here's what you need to do. And you need to send out all these tweets and you need to hashtag it with this and this and that. And so the people were just going crazy, (laughs) using you know, tweeting and hashtagging and Hanes, 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 Hanes. And for that hour, I'm sure Hanes got more exposure than they ever Mm. had. Um, and then at the end, you know, they picked some random winners and they won their Haynes swag back. But that's how it felt. You know, that it, that's not what you do at a professional conference. You know, right. I've been to professional conferences and that's not what you do. This was a celebration. This was, uh, again, I hate I hate to paraphrase one of the critics, but it was true in that it's it, it's a thinly veiled PR opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. And I kind of knew that going into it, and I realized it big time while I was there and Now that I'm home, I absolutely understand that yet if you ask me, would I go again yes
1: i would <laughs> and that's really interesting because uh yeah, and I'm sure you're going to get into why that's real that's a really interesting thing for you to say and i was I was actually going to say that when you were talking about how you know you know it's sponsored it's very p r but it's worth it. <laughs> and-
0: it's worth it only because you're at the park. Right. What they what they give you in return for your registration fee.
1: Unlimited fast passes.
0: Yeah. You know, <laughs> so like the on-the-road thing at the hotel in Philadelphia. Would I go back to that? No. Because it was not really worth my time. I've went I've been to it once. I, I didn't get much out of it. I don't see the need to return. But this was at Walt Disney World. They they, you know. So what was included in our registration? They they this year it was they put us up for three nights the three nights of the conference at the Yacht Club, which mm-hmm. is a very nice hotel. Um, the entire conference was in the Yacht Club, so it it included um, most of our meals. Um, and it was I I've, I've got the thing in front of me here. I'll tell you, I can run down and really just quickly tell you what it included. Um, so Thursday night there was a welcome family dinner. Um, it was in Epcot. And it was in one of the, behind the s- backstage, they have a huge uh, you'd never know it was there, um, a huge convention hall basically. Okay. Um, and it was back in there, and they had a welcome family dinner, and I can get, get into this for in a second, but it was, you know, music and dancing and tons of food and open bar and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then they we got the Illuminations dessert party and desserts at, at Epcot. So after that we all walked over to the, you know, the preferred seating area for illuminations. We got the dessert party, nice preferred seating for illuminations. So then Friday was the conference. Um, Attendees got um, breakfast, lunch, and dinner that day. Um, Families, when they weren't around, they also got, there was an opportunity for them to, uh, there were some character meet and greets. Um, So Thursday, when you checked in, Mickey was there. So kids got to take pictures with Mickey. On Friday, when we were at the, at the, um, in the sessions. Uh, I believe it was Stitch. Stitch was there, and then they were also had some games and stuff the kids could play. Um, and then, so Friday uh, dinner was uh, on the beach in front of the Yacht Club, Beach Club, Okay, um, right there across from the boardwalk. So they, they yep. roped off the beach, and they set it all up with tables and food and everything. So that was out on the beach. And again, there was music, there was a band, there were all the characters. It was uh Mickey, Minnie, Donald goofy wearing their beach attire so you could take pictures with them so that was fun um saturday there was something in the morning but not everybody got to it so i'll tell you that in a second um saturday morning uh we went down to downtown disney um we got to see most of inside out um we got to see some other stuff which i'll talk to you in a second Uh, And then the rest of that day was sort of free time in the parks. Um, And then Sunday included, uh, there was like a fun run in the morning, which I slept through. And then there was, that was Mother's Day. So there was a nice, really big Mother's Day breakfast. Um, Now, in addition to all that, it also included seven-day park hopper tickets. Mm. Um, And for the four days of the conference, it included 40 fast passes per person. Wow. Um, And now those are the media type fast passes where you don't need to reserve online. You just walk up, scan your band and go. So uh, yeah, if you want to just ride, if you just want to ride mine train back to back to back to back, you can. And in fact we did three times in a row, you know, so the line was like 80 minutes long and we were, you know, part of the problem because we just kept going through the fast pass and doing it again and again. Um, So if you add up just three nights at the Yacht Club, seven-day park hopper tickets, and uh, the bonus of the the Fast Passes, the value far outweighs the registration fee. Right. And that's what makes it worth it. Now, if you don't like Disney, then I, I don't think that you would go again. But if you don't like Disney, I don't know why you would have gone in the first place. <laughs> like the parks, I mean. You know? So... Um, yeah.
1: (laughs) So, okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Can I just load you up with a ton of questions?
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, I don't know if I want to jump into this right away, but let's do it. Okay. Inside out. Yeah. (laughs) You saw most of them. Okay. Uh, okay, I saw this on Twitter. Okay. I got to know. Tell me. (laughs) So this was Saturday, May
0: 9th. Keep that in mind. May 9th. J- Inside Out, I believe, comes out June nineteenth. Okay, so we're talking a good more than, like almost a month and a half in advance. On Friday, let me back up a second. On Friday, one of the speakers was Jonas Rivera from Pixar, and he is the uh, producer of Inside Out. He was also the producer of Up, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and he his presentation on Friday was far and away the highlight of the day for me. It was fascinating because he didn't just get up there and do a PR spiel for Inside Out. He did. I mean, he, he said, this is what the story's about. These are the actors we got to play the characters. This is what, you know, this is the whole idea behind the movie. But then he, he sort of, he got into his own personal history a little bit with Pixar. Um, he, he started out as an intern and just sort of worked his way up. And now he's a producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he showed a lot of, Photos and behind-the-scenes pictures he had taken about the development process of Inside Out. So he really, I don't know how long he talked, maybe, f- it, w- it was too short, whatever it was, but it was maybe 30, 45 minutes, somewhere on there. But he he really took you through the development of a Pixar movie from idea to showing it in the theater. Like, he, he, he walked you through, and it wasn't just boring, let me just talk, Tell you what happened, but he—I mean—he included photos. He included pictures of of how they, you know, you've probably seen these in some of the art books. But like photos of all the, like the storyboards that they post up, paste up. Right. He put photos of John Lasseter's office. I don't know how the man works in there. It is insane. He's got more toys and tchotchkes than I've ever seen. But I mean, he just so his presentation walked you through the entire pr- process of developing a Pixar movie, and it was just, it was fascinating. And I've wanted to see Inside Out, and my kids have wanted to see Inside Out every time they see the commercials. So up until that point, on, the scale, uh, on our official itinerary for Saturday morning, it just said – what does it say? I've got it right here. It just says morning movie. Right. And so everybody online beforehand, what's the movie? What's it going to be? Is it Tomorrowland? Is it Inside Out? And I had assumed it was going to be Inside Out based on the age of a lot of the kids who were going to be there. It just seemed like a safer right. bet. And, and Tomorrowland was coming out, like, the next week. Um, and so he had let it slip that, oh, you guys are going to be watching Inside Out tomorrow. And so, of course, he he broke the secret. So we all went down to uh, the big AMC, the AMC um, at Downtown Disney. Mm-hmm. And we had to go through security, and we had to go through metal detectors, and we had to surrender our phones Um, they put our phones into, you know, plastic bags, gave us a number. So everybody was phoneless. Um, they gave us a little breakfast, like breakfast in a box. So everybody went in. And, um, so we sit down and we're in this big theater and there's a couple of people talking, um, and what did we see? So they showed us a few different things. They showed us, um, well, we got to see the Star Wars teaser again, the second teaser, which was awesome because I hadn't seen it on the big screen yet. We got to see a season one recap for Rebels, Star Wars Rebels. We got to see um, the season two trailer for Rebels, which at that point um, hadn't been seen. I don't know if maybe had been seen select places before, but it wasn't widely seen. Right. Now they're showing it at Star Wars weekends and it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, And we got to see. I think that's all they showed us beforehand. So then, they introduce Inside Out, and they went to great pains to say that, "Oh, it's a it's a working print, and it's it's unfinished, mm. and blah blah blah." And Great, I understand all that. So unfortunately, we don't have the entire movie. <laughs> We've only got about two thirds. What? <laughs> Are you kidding me? And I thought maybe they were kidding, right? And I was like. There's no way you only have two thirds like done. A month
1: and a half before. Because
0: the next week, I knew that there was an Inside Out press junket, and mm-hmm. they were going to see the entire movie. Yeah. So don't tell me that, like, in the next week, you're going to get the next third of the movie finished. Right. So they start it, and we get to see, you know, all Pixar movies start with the mm-hmm. shorts. You know, the little, the little shorts. So we got to see Lava lava is the short that goes beforehand. and that we did not get to see two thirds of that we actually got to see the whole thing of that <laughs> it's only like eight minutes or whatever um and unfortunately i have to say i was a little bit disappointed by it it was cute um it, it had the song was okay um it it's very very sad and depressing up until like the last 30 seconds okay um And I just didn't really care for it. I mean, there are some of those Pixar shorts, they just knock them out of the park, and I just love them. This one just didn't do it for me. Um, And then so Inside Out starts. And I'm sitting next to my daughter, and she's six. And she (laughs) does not listen to when people say, you know, do that speech beforehand, you know, because it's like, you don't have your phone, so it's not please silence all your phones, but it's like, what you're about to see is very special, you know, six-year-old tunes out because there's nothing important that person is saying so the six-year-old does not hear that you only are going to see two-thirds of the movie (laughs) so the movie starts and it's great like this movie is so good like i i was we were just in loving loving every second and then all of a sudden at this really critical like really (laughs) tense scene everybody's so involved oh no <laughs> and that was the exact response so this theater of like 200 people everybody was like
1: what
0: nobody could believe that they just literally I, I want to use an analogy that's not entirely appropriate but they they just literally just just turned <laughs> stopped the camera turned on the lights and said that's it <laughs> that's the show that's the show and everybody was so upset and like, my daughter immediately starts crying because she thought that they were teasing us. She's like, when are we gonna see the movie? Because she had been waiting for the movie. And we were at like this and I'll tell you, once the movie comes out and everybody's seen it, I'll tell we can return back to this and I'll tell you at the okay. exact moment that the that it cut out for us. <laughs> but like everybody was so engrossed and so engaged in this movie, and it was just a really good movie. And then they literally they just not literally, but they just pulled the, the, Pull the, the carpet blow. out from under us and we're all left like High and dry, like, I couldn't believe it. And I look at my wife, and we both just kind of look at each other, and we mouth, what bullshit, you know? Like, this, like, ta- the, the theater was filled. This is not, kids, the kids, th- it was not kids. Just a bunch of
1: adults. So, this is right?
0: not a bunch of media. This is not a bunch of adults who will understand. You had a theater full of kids, and you made an, a point to say, that this was a family event. This was a family morning, Saturday morning movie. Everybody, we're going to bust you all down there and it's going to be a good time. And then you show us two thirds of a movie that is done. I know it's done because the next weekend they had the inside out press junket. Right. And they saw the entire movie.
1: I feel like they would have, they may as well have just showed you like Brave or something. We may have, Why didn't like, they show us Tomorrowland, which was yeah. obviously
0: done and ready at that point?
1: Show us a complete movie. So did, was it talked about like, like – I don't, do not you oh, have yeah. any idea like what – do you have any idea why? Like, oh, no.
0: I mean the, the, the reason <laughs> they gave us why was that it was a working in progress and it was just a working print and it wasn't done.
1: Like yeah, that, I mean –
0: Which is bullshit because it was done. <laughs> and the talking that I did with the other families and the other people who were there, everybody was on the same page. Everybody thought that was complete bullshit.
1: W- whether they will talk about it or not. And whether they will
0: now it. publicly say it they, in their – They
1: probably won't, mode. but
0: no. – <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to put it in their recap post that that was utter horseshit, <laughs> but it was utter horseshit. And this is probably going to get us an explicit tag. And I don't care. Whatever. Whatever. Because it was show us a movie. Show us a whole movie. And if, yeah. you, if you want to show us Tomorrowland, they're both rated PG. You mm-hmm. know, it's not like one was more inappropriate for the kid. They're both right. PG. So show us Tomorrowland. It's a complete movie. Mm-hmm. Great. My, my, my daughter is dying to see Tomorrowland. So let's just watch that. Don't show us two thirds of a movie and then pull out the carpet in the middle of a really intense emotional scene.
1: I just I don't I really don't understand the logic behind it. I don't, I don't get it.
0: And so, my daughter's in tears. Well, like a verge of tears. She's trying to hold it in. She doesn't understand why they're not showing us the movie. She thought that they were just teasing us and that we weren't actually going to see the movie. And I'm trying to explain it to her, and they're like, "Oh, but well, wait, we've got something else." And so, like, and then they start talking about Tomorrowland. We've got the first 10 minutes of Tomorrowland to show you. Now, this is the, or 15 minutes, whatever it is. And it's the same clip that if you went to the um, Tomorrowland preview at Epcot, Mm -hmm. or I think they've shown it some other places, I think they did it at Disneyland also. It's the beginning, it's like the first 12 minutes of the movie or whatever. So it's this, if you've seen the movie by this point, it's the scene that takes... It's where you see the young George Clooney character at the World's Fair, and right. he, he brings his rocket pack, and then he, yep. it's the first time he goes to Tomorrowland.
1: Phenomenal opening scene. Phenomenal the movie. opening.
0: Yeah. <laughs> amazing. My daughter was so excited to see this movie. They show us the first 12 minutes. He gets to Tomorrowland. Boom! <laughs> at this point, she's hating Disney. And this, I don't think, is what they were going for.
1: No, like it's like two. That's like a they they drove a knife in your back and then yeah. came down and did slit your throat to finish you off.
0: So gotta say, not a fan of Saturday morning.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's not. I mean, there's not really anything to analyze about it because you'll never know why. But to, I no I. I don't know. I'm left speechless. So that, yeah, dude, and I mean, especially
0: if they're going to hype this event as exclusive and you're going right. to really see some, some special exclusive things that nobody else is going to see or well in advance. Now, I'm not going to lie. Seeing two-thirds of Inside Out a month and a half before it opens was kind of cool, but show us the whole movie. <laughs> I mean, what's the point of just teasing everybody? Teasing a room full of kids.
1: I mean, at least make it so it wasn't a family uh, like make it so it was only you guys there, a media yeah. an enter, yeah it seems it just is I don't know it seems very un Disney, and I'm gonna guess that it was a sh- like it was short sighted by somebody at some point i'm hoping i'm I'm, I'm hoping or coming. or
0: maybe you know maybe whoever brought the film brought the wrong one or right. you know, and so they just fed us a line that's oh, it's a work in progress, and <laughs> yeah. it's not finished yet because somebody brought the wrong one, yeah. I don't know because
1: after, it, come on, like after what? How long do they take to make a movie? Five years? Four years? Five years? Like they're they're going to be done that a month and a half before the release date. And they I, may make I some tweaks, but yeah. with an animated movie
0: like that, they're not going to go back and reanimate a whole scene in a month.
1: We still have to record some principal vocal. <laughs> no,
0: that's all done at this point. That's all finished.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, that's uh. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> let's talk about swag did you get a big bag of swag
0: oh bags (laughs) plural yeah luckily we drove down because i don't know how we would have brought back everything that they gave us yeah there was again because everything was sponsored by somebody everybody had to give us a bag full of stuff um so yes we got a bag full of hanes at lunch um At the dinner on the beach, let's see, sponsored by Mylan, M-Y-L-A-N. Don't ask me who some of these companies are, because I was a bad attendee. (laughs) Um, They gave us actually a very cool bag. Um, It just had a couple of beach towels inside. But the bag itself is very cool. Um, We got just some random bags of random stuff. Um, The welcome bag, when we registered, though, had, among other things, it had a Mickey and Minnie figure for Disney infinity 3.0.
1: That's pretty cool. Which is pretty
0: cool because they're nowhere at this point. And they actually came in, they just put them in these boxes, but they have like a, um, I'll see if I can get a picture for when we post this, but it's a, it's a, it's a Disney social media mom celebrations, big sticker with a picture of Mickey and Minnie on it. So it's sort of like an exclusive box for the character also. And I've checked and nobody has put them on eBay yet. Surprisingly. (laughs) I thought for sure somebody would have put theirs on eBay. You would think. Um, You would think, and I contemplated it, but no, I want them. Um, (laughs) It's not
1: really worth like how much you get out of it. It's probably really. It's it's not worth it. (laughs) I mean,
0: they're going to come out in a few months anyway, so I'm sure somebody would pay through the nose for them to have them now. But the thing is, you can't do anything with it because they only will play in 3.0. You can't use them in the older games. Um, but they look awesome. You know, they're just like they, all the other figures. They are really, really beautiful figures.
1: You see, w- when the Sorcerer Mickey came out, and I like it and everything, but I was kind of disappointed because I'm a I'm a huge Mickey Mouse fan. I was, I mean, he, Sorcerer Mickey's awesome. Don't get me wrong. He's cool. But I don't know. I just wanted more out of him than what they put out. And I was like, this is Mickey Mouse. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Now it's, I'm trying to find mine so I don't speak incorrectly um it's it's kind of classic mickey Mm -hmm. um he's a little bit modern just i mean he he looks like the infinity characters you know they all sort of have the same little cartoony look um so they the mickey and minnie look they're at home in that world of design um so you obviously can tell if they're mickey and minnie but they don't immediately look like they're not like classic like 1940s right. or 50s mickey mouse you know they're a little bit modern but they don't look like those i don't really care for them those new cartoons that they're doing either the ones right. that look like the ren and stimpy mickey mouse cartoons yeah. um they don't look like those either so they have a unique design that fit within the infinity world but um they're, they're really they're really pretty yeah,
1: yeah they are they're fantastic
0: yeah um yeah so i mean do you have any other like specific questions? I can sort of hit a few other things, but did you have anything else that you wanted um, to know?
1: Maybe not specifically. Maybe, what else do you have? I'll think of...
0: Oh, I know what I forgot to mention and what was included in our registration. They also gave us... Um, oh, crap. What's it called now? It used to be called PhotoPass Plus. Oh, uh, memory Maker. Yep. Memory Maker. So what that is, if you don't know, is when you go to Disney World... The photo pass is um, there are Disney photographer Disney cast members who are photographers scattered throughout the parks, and they'll take your picture and they'll scan your magic band and then you can go online and look at the picture later and you can download it if you want to. you have to buy it um, and I don't know how much they are, some obscene cost. Um, what memory maker is is it includes every picture you take from a photo pass photographer and all of the ride photos. So any any ride that has photos that you get at the end of the ride, mm-hmm. they're also included.
1: And to so, me to me that's the value of it right there. Just even the ride ones. Yeah. Well, you would think. Okay. Oh, here we go. Okay. Um, now, I'm surprised you would say that. Well, this is not scripted, by the way, people. No. no.
0: <laughs> and I guess I can see why you're saying that's the value, because you're a photographer. Right. When you visit the parks, do you take a nice camera with you? I do, yes. Do you take an SLR or a, D- yeah, a DSLR my, with yeah, you?
1: I take my nice camera with me, but I'm I'm doing more than the casual family snapshots, too, right? I'm doing... I'm doing like scenic <laughs> you right. know what I mean? I'm doing yeah, you, you, know.
0: you you're doing like some maybe it's like some close up architectural exactly. pieces or like exactly. wide scenic views, but also night like here are the kids with Mickey and here's my mm-hmm. wife with Tinkerbell or whatever. Yes, yeah. I feel like any schmo with an SLR camera can take better pictures than the
1: Photopass people. I agree with you one hundred percent.
0: So now <laughs> putting them in a little beige vest with an SLR camera does not make them photographers. Mm-hmm. And I think anybody who owns a DSLR or a halfway decent, I don't, what's like, what What do you call like the middle ones? Not the little point and shoots, but not the SLRs. There's like a, it's like a middle one, isn't there? Oh, type I, of camera.
1: I, I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> like the rebel. What would you call the rebel?
1: That's, that's an SLR DSLR.
0: See, I wouldn't call that an SLR. Oh really? Because it's, uh, it's way automatic.
1: A detachable lens camera. I'm not sure. Are you yeah. talking about the ones that don't have the lens that come off them? Yeah, like they've just got the fixed lens. Yeah, I would say a point-and-shoot no matter what. Yeah. Okay. But whatever, yeah. Anyway. Um,
0: I know what you mean. I feel like if you own a good camera, if you've invested a few hundred dollars to get a good camera, you're going to have taught yourself how to use the very basics of it. Right. You know how to focus. Yeah. You know what the different <laughs> settings are in the little dialy thing on top of your camera. Yeah that probably qualifies you to be a photo pass photographer at disney
1: well if just to jump in here i had a conversation with one uh while we were there and they were they told me because i was just curious you know i asked questions i'm a photographer and i could tell just by you know how you can tell when you're talking to somebody and they don't really know what they're talking Yep, absolutely the person i was talking to you could tell they knew photography a little bit but not anything in depth right and the guy actually told me they're told their settings they're not allowed, like they're each situation they're in like if they're photographing bippity boppity boutique they yeah. have they're told their settings so they don't f- adjust on the fly they just do what they're told yeah it's clear that to me is i know they're trying to maintain consistency but real photographers would be consistent <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean you would yeah. have to tell them and yeah so that's the and I agree with you. They're probably just people they hire and they're like, you're a photographer, $10 yeah. an hour or whatever the minimum wage is there. You're the photographer. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I, I can't really blame them because you just hit the nail on the head. They're not paid enough to really care. Right. You know, they're standing out in the sun, the Florida sun all day with family after family, after family screaming, kid, kid who doesn't want to be in the picture, sweaty people. Yeah. and They have got to take, keep taking the same picture again and again and again. And it's gotta be an awful job. Yeah. So I don't blame them for turning out crappy pictures, but I'm not real thrilled about the idea about paying Disney $200 for those no. pictures.
1: And and I've never done it. Like when we were there, I actually had to ask one. Like there was one guy doing the pictures at the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, and you know he's doing his job, but I was just like, honestly, I'm look at my camera. That at that point I had it was before I had downgraded to or not downgraded. I I went smaller, but I had this crazy lens on it, like you know, a foot long. Yeah, and I was like, look at. I, was, I just po- held it on it. Look at my camera. I'm obviously not going to buy your pictures. Can you just move out of the mirror so I can take your picture? <laughs> you know I- and the guy laughed and he was cool about it. But <laughs>
0: well, they know. I mean, yeah. If you talk yeah. to them, they, they're very aware that yeah. <laughs> of their of their limitations. Um, but so they do. So this memory maker does include other things. It includes um, it includes the ride pictures. Which, if you've ever looked at your ride picture, are more often than not total crap. Yeah. I mean, have you ever bought a ride no,
1: Never, never. I've snapped a picture of it, and that's about yeah, it.
0: That's all anybody does. I mean, yeah, I don't. I've seen a handful of people in you know however many years I've been going to parks. Yeah. Actually, shell out the fourteen ninety five or whatever it is for <laughs> a picture, but most people don't buy them because they're usually awful. Um. What is cool the only upside of the memory maker is that there are two rides that include a video. Okay. It's the seven dwarves mind train at the magic kingdom. And it's the tower of terror at Hollywood studios. And that must uh, be pretty cool. It is. They, both of those rides also include photos. That, so they include stills. Um, but the videos, and again, I should probably just post them when we put yeah. this up just so people can see them. um, they have a lot of it's it's stock. I mean, you can tell it's there's a lot of video that is of the ride, and there's like a the Hollywood the Tower of Terror one especially tells the story the story of the ride, and then interspersed in there are some clips of you on right. the ride. So the the um, mine train one is is kind of cool because it shows you coming over that like the first hill so it shows you coming down the hill and everybody's all arms up in the air screaming having a good time so you get and it's kind of slow motion so you get to see you and your party in in the mine train coming over the hill and they also give you a lot of video inside the tunnel so because pictures never come out in there of course so if you it's it includes the video ride through pretty much of of the, the dwarves in the mine which is really pretty um, and then the uh, Tower of Terror one really, I mean, maybe three seconds of you sitting oh, in Lord. in the thing. Um, yeah, it like gets you, I think it's like after the first drop and then it brings you back up. And then it like so what they what they cut in is like three seconds of slow-mo of you <laughs> coming of you coming back oh, in yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then it drops you again, but it immediately drops you out of frame. So all you see is everybody just kind of smiling because they're coming back up to the top. You don't ever see like there's no like looks of terror because you're dropping. (laughs) So the camera is mounted in the actual hotel structure. It's not mounted in the elevator car, which seems like that's where it should be Yeah, to make a better video because then you can get everybody screaming the entire ride. Mm -hmm. So we got those. I don't think that they're worth it. I would never have bought them because they're just so brief of what what's included of you in them. Um, and also, if you're curious and you're thinking about this, the video and the photos from Mine Train will only show up during the daytime. Because at nighttime, there's not enough okay. external light. Like, they don't use a flash on the ride to take your okay. picture. Gotcha. So it's too dark, so they're not going to get any stills. And when the video, they don't turn a light on. So they don't ruin... I, I, they just don't use lighting on the ride. So if you ride the ride at nighttime... And you've got the memory maker, you're getting bupkis in your account because it's just not gonna come through.
1: Right. And the what the pictures, the stills from that ride I have seen from the daytime, they're actually really good shots. They are. They're they're really like I the first time I ever saw one, my friend Bob uh Acock posted it, and I thought it was a professional uh photographer taking his picture from when I first saw it. And yeah. he was like, No, this is the ride, that's the ride shot. And I, you know, yeah, and I, I have impressed. to
0: I have to say, I mean, we were there for, we used all seven days of our tickets. So of the seven days worth of pictures, those daytime ride pictures on the mine train are probably the best ones because they're the only ones that I could not have gotten with my camera. Exactly. So $199 for that. No, not worth it. Unless, unless you don't have a good camera Mm -hmm. or you want to be in every picture. Right. You know, if you if you, like sometimes when you're the photographer, as I'm sure, you know, yeah. you're not in very many pictures.
1: I, I wasn't in any in my last yeah. trip. So, so if, you, if you don't own a camera,
0: if you don't want to carry a camera, which blows my mind, or if you want to be in a lot of the pictures, um, then maybe it's worth it. But if you have a camera and you're carrying it with you, every PhotoPass photographer will take <laughs> pictures, pictures with your camera. Yep. It's not like they don't make it seem like, oh, what a hassle. Like they're happy to do it. Yeah so
1: they're, they're disney if they're cast members they're gonna yeah of course i'll take your picture
0: yeah so i mean they, they'll they take pictures with their camera and your camera they'll scan your band for their camera but they, you've got pictures of you then mm-hmm. then somebody is right there to take a picture of you
1: just make sure to put it into auto before you hand it to them. yes
0: please do <laughs> they don't know how to focus
1: i don't want to pick on them too much they're they have a hard job man i can't they imagine
0: do. most of them are just college kids anyway
1: yeah that's true uh, very true so, so very I, I feel like
0: all i've been doing for this is, is ragging on this but um so i i, I want to say something good i mean it was good so friday i didn't talk about friday at all except for jonas rivera um we had a lot of people talk um george Caligridis, who is the uh, president of walt disney world resort spoke to us uh eva smith who was the head of marketing and communications for pinterest huh. um And then Jonas Rivera, who is VP of production for Pixar. Uh, Janice Balhamino, who is the director, global brand marketing, global brand marketing director for Infinity. Um, And then we got 11-year-old Vivian Haar, who uh, started her own nonprofit uh, called Stand. I believe it's just called Stand. Um, And it's basically about... Uh, Ending Child Slavery Around the World. This little girl, she spoke more eloquently than many of the adult speakers who spoke to us. She was was pretty phenomenal. Yeah, she was pretty phenomenal. Uh, Then we got Megan McGuire, who is the brand manager for Alamo, the Mm -hmm. rental car. (laughs) Chris Brogan, who is CEO of some... Hoot nanny name. I think he just made up his own company and called himself CEO. So he was sort of like uh one of those guys who was like, You can be great at what you do, and I wrote a book about
1: it. <laughs> Personal coach. Yeah, exactly. I know what you mean. Yeah.
0: Jeffrey Epstein, who uh I didn't write down his title, but he was from D twenty three. Um so that was kind of cool. Um then we had the Haynes Lunch and then um
1: everybody ton- underwear <laughs>
0: tanya altman from disney and magic academy talked about a lot of the apps that they have and then donald driver who is the uh nfl player yeah Um, i'm not a football guy i don't even know what team he played for packers i think i think he was green bay um anyway he basically just gave us a motivational speech (laughs) and uh brought a lot of the people there to tears um just from his his personal story and his it was a very big um I guess you could boil it down to it was it was an anti-bullying speech, but it was a lot of like um, cyberbullying. So about like bloggers, like, you know, like, don't say something that you'll regret, you know, you know, why do you blog? And um, it only takes seconds to say something, but it could take a lifetime for that person that you said it to to get over it. I mean, it was it was a powerful speech. And clearly it affected a lot of the, the the women there. But it just felt like he was talking to the wrong audience yeah you know like he was giving this big motivational speech about about don't be a cyberbully and be thankful for what you have and you know i i didn't appreciate my mom until she was or my dad until he was dead and it was like it felt like he didn't have a good read on the room you know it was like who, who do you think that you're talking to it just if i mean and i felt terrible th- sitting there thinking that i felt like such a cynic because he was putting his heart out there and these women right. were crying and you know he was talking <laughs> about his relationship with his dad and and how like he had this re- had this experience he had with these people on twitter and how it like it really shapes his outlook on life and it was very earnest and it was very from the heart and you could tell he was being honest and he's got this foundation now for and i mean and he's this big guy, you know? And so it was like very emotional to watch him sort of break it down. Right. And, but I couldn't, I mean, I just sat there thinking, I don't know who you think you're talking to because these women may be getting emotional. I, and I say, I don't mean derogatory when I say these women, it really was a room full of women and me. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to be derogatory. <laughs> it actually yeah, was women. <laughs> the people in this, the people in this room were crying. So it was touching them, but maybe i'm just cold-hearted i it just it felt to me like he just had he was just talking to the wrong he was giving the wrong message to this to this group
1: right and is this might be like a stock uh not a stock but like a prepared talk that he gives right and he was brought in to do it probably i mean but he was there last year too okay
0: last year i guess he gave a different speech and same thing he brought brought the room to tears and And uh, he was he was pretty funny because he was joking, half joking, saying, um, I think they invited me back because everybody cried so much. And they really I got a good response. And I really enjoyed coming here with my family. My family likes coming to Disney World. So if you (laughs) like me again this year, tell everybody in charge (laughs) to invite me back next year because my family wants another vacation. (laughs) <laughs> that was how he ended it, you know, it was like, he gave this really, put his heart on the line, this really emotional speech, and then ended it with this crass, like, I really like vacationing at Disney World, so invite me back. You know, <laughs> and it was
1: like, oh, come on, really? This is how we're going to end this day, you know? Yeah. Next time, tell them to give me a room at the Polynesian. And the yeah, new it's like, yeah.
0: I don't know. So, and I know I just said I wanted to say something good, and I'm still just ragging <laughs> on it, but I did have a good experience, you know, I mean, it, if I went expecting it to be a professional conference, I would right. not have gotten anything out of it. Understanding that it's a thinly veiled PR opportunity for my family and that they're basically giving me these things. So I'll say nice things about them in return. That's mm-hmm. fine. That's and fine.
1: Cause I like Walt Disney world too. You know, yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> I mean, you know what? Like I, I'm not going to lie. If Disney wants to bring me there and dine me and, you know, let me have 40 fast passes. I'm gonna tweet whatever they want me to tweet. Well, <laughs> I mean, let me let me. And saying that the 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 Twitter people were saying that, I guess, I guess maybe I don't know if this is what you're going into, but uh, I saw some people on Twitter talking about uh, everyone being at the, everyone. Like, speaking in general is a shill for Disney. Yeah, and I loved your response to that because you were like, "I'm in the room. I'm not a shill." <laughs> yeah, and I suspect there there was probably a lot of the other attendees that weren't either.
0: Um, I I would imagine so. I mean, but looking through, if you just click on the hashtag for Disney SMMC, it did look that way. Right. You know, And I'm sure there were 200 people in that room. Not all of them were tweeting the same things. You know, I'm speaking personally, that day Friday was really the only day that we had things to tweet about that were given to us, you know, like PR opportunities. Please tweet this. Um, And I know a lot of people were tweeting... A lot you know doesn't matter who was up there talking if they said something that was quote worthy they'd put it up there and they right. they'd tag the company i didn't do that that's crass you know like people i i mean i don't have a lot of followers but i feel like people don't follow me for a pr commercial mm-hmm. you know so like i think i you know the first person to speak was that the pinterest woman and i don't use pinterest you know i think i i i put one tweet she said something that was kind of interesting so i tweeted that and then i thought about it i was like well, why am i doing this you know like like <laughs> This is not what I tweet about. I don't tweet about Pinterest usually. I don't tweet about you know like how to how to you know gather recipes in one place. So why am I going to start
1: doing this now? Get your passport book filled up. And, you-
0: <laughs> so I was silent for that, and then the Pixar guy came out, and I tweeted a bunch because that yeah, was interesting yeah. to me, and I feel like that's interesting to the people who follow me because that's usually what I talk about. And then I tweeted about Infinity because I enjoy that, and then like Alamo that ceo dude who i don't even know what he does okay yeah well, you know, like is he doing there I, I was silent about those i i don't you know what i took i'm looking at my notes and i didn't even take a note for him like i just he, wrote his name down about. and i didn't even write about what he talked about <laughs> so i apologize Chris, <laughs> no, Chris like, I don't,
1: like, i don't even know what he would like i don't know we use magical express when we go so and, and,
0: you know what i think thinking back i think it was about like um entrepreneur,
1: sure entrepreneurship entrepreneurship
0: yeah. and building your brand
1: okay yeah so
0: whatever so yeah i didn't tweet mindlessly i wasn't a drone i wasn't a shill um, but i could see how the event would come off that way if all you were doing is looking at the hashtag on twitter
1: right and and other conferences i've been to are a little bit like that like the dad 2.0 is a little bit like that but the difference i think is they're all there for the message of what dad 2.0 is like there's an actually there's actually a social agenda behind it it's not yeah. just it's not just companies tweeting companies for the sake of tweeting them yeah and and lee jeans like we joke about it but they set up like a den there and give us craft beer all weekend for free and eight <laughs> i, t- I tweet so, that too you know there's a Tweet about that, like you're giving me beer every day like craft <laughs> beer from kansas city and you're giving me like eight pairs of $80 jeans. Of course, I'm going to tweet about you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I um
0: forgot what I was going to say. Oh, so the, yeah, I mean, again, I've also been to other professional conferences. And the thing with conferences is that everybody is doing something different because there are a lot of panels and sessions right. going on. And so you tweet about what you're watching because you've chosen to watch that person speak. And you're tweeting about the mess or you're Facebooking or whatever you're doing. You're, tweeting, you're talking about the message that you're taking away from it. And what felt different to me about this was that everybody was in the same room being spoon fed the same message from the same companies. Right. Yeah. So that I didn't really care for. But um, yeah, I mean, we love Disney. We loved going. I love being able to stay at the yacht club and see what's We've never really stayed on property before. We always just rent a place. Mm-hmm. Um, the 40 fast passes were nice. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I actually got 80.
1: No way. I did. Did you switch your daughter's band? on <laughs> No,
0: it was, um, so everybody got 40 for the four days of the conference. Right. And, um, there were a lot of like snafus in the week, a week or two leading up to it. Like making sure that everybody got the right number of reser- people on their reservations and everybody had the right number of tickets assigned to their, my Disney experience, you know, the online thing, making sure everybody at the fast passes, And we were five people. My, my wife's mother also came with us. And so I only had a couple questions. Most of the time, they, they did pretty all right by me in terms of scheduling. But I think, I don't know. I had a question, and at one point I said, I'm staying the following week. Um, and I had a question about something. I don't even remember what my question was. And the next day... 40 more fast passes showed up for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday after the conference. And I said something on Facebook because there's a a Facebook group for the um, for the for just this event. It's a closed group for this event. And I said something at that point. And I said, hey, guys, I just got 40 more for the three days following heads up. We might actually be getting 80. And everyone was like, oh, that's great. That's great. I wonder if I'm going to get it. Nobody else got it. And, (laughs) And I kept waiting. Nobody else ever got it, and then I saw other people posting that they were trying to make their, you know, their standard three. That's what you usually get. Right. Trying to make their three for that Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and they couldn't. Well, they, some could, some couldn't. There were just there were a lot of technical issues, so. I think I might have been the only one, and I don't know if it
1: was a technical <laughs> thing, or I mean, like it was, it was a it mistake. Was to them, hey guys, you gave me forty. Yeah, I
0: wasn't about to call them on it, and I don't know if they they intentionally gave it to me mm-hmm. or if it was a mistake that went through. But it was forty more for all five of us.
1: Oh my god! So
0: we have been legitimately spoiled. Like we cannot go back to Disney World because no, like because for for four, so. During those seven days, we actually only went to the parks four of those days, but those four days we didn't wait in a single
1: line. No, you would go on anything you wanted to. We go we
0: went like my 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 daughter was like, "Can we do Country Bears?" And I was like, "No, we're it's not a Fast Pass. We're not going to do it. I love Country Bears, but we're going to yeah. do it on another day when we come back. We don't have these Fast Passes. Let's go do Space Mountain and Big Thunder Mountain and Splash Mountain again." And yeah, I mean, we didn't wait in a single line. And I mean, Splash Mountain, the lines were like 80 minutes. We just walked on. The the kids got off. They said, we want to do it again.
1: Okay. Okay. Let's do it.
0: did it again. And it was just, we will never be able to go back because there were a couple things that they wanted to do that didn't have fast pass. And it was like a 10 minute wait. So I was like, okay, fine. We can wait 10 minutes. So we get in line and both of my kids were like... I thought we had fast passes. What is this line? It's Like, guys, but this doesn't have this ride doesn't have a fast pass. And they're like, oh, ten minutes? Oh my god! Like instantly, instantly, they couldn't wait ten minutes for yeah. because they were they had become so spoiled. Um,
1: it's like it's like guys, I've had to wait two hours for Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean before. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: I gotta tell you. It's hard to use that many fast passes.
1: Yeah. Well it did like when you think about a forty, you're like, oh that's not very many. But that is. That's a lot.
0: It's a lot. I mean, it, if you would spread it out over four days, then sure that's in ten five a day. People. you could do that. But we the first the four days of the conference, we were really only in a park for one and a half days. Mm-hmm. So we had a day and a half to use forty. We didn't even come close. Mm-hmm. And then the next three days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we only went Monday, Tuesday. Um and uh I think my daughter and I use the most because we, we park hopped and my wife and my son went back to the hotel or the house. And um, I think we ended up using like 30, 31, something like that. Um, And trust me, we tried, we tried to use them all, but uh, yeah, it's, I can't go back. I can't go back with that problem. (laughs) It really, I'm so spoiled, so (laughs) spoiled. And you know, the first day we went to the magic kingdom, it was Thursday, the very first day of the conference. We were only there four hours, okay, so we were there like half a not even half a day, but we rode almost everything in that four hours. that's so awesome, yeah, I tweeted something about it. I said we're on track to ride every fast pass ride in the magic Kingdom in four and a half hours, something like that, and that's and we we did. I think there was only a couple that we just didn't have time to do
1: right that's that's a great experience,
0: yeah, and plus with those fast passes, you also get we are also able to use the preferred. Seating for the parades right. and the fireworks.
1: It worth it? If you're going to schedule, what do you think? Off topic, but... The fireworks, Um,
0: I, I honestly, we didn't use it for the fireworks. I take that back. We didn't use it for the fireworks. Um, the new area in the new desi- newly designed hub, it's that's very pretty. It looks like a miniature golf course, though. Yeah. Um, but, um, so, I mean, yes, you get a fantastic spot there, but there are so many fantastic spots for the fireworks. Mm-hmm. I personally we don't enjoy the crush of people around the hub or down Mm -hmm. main street um we go somewhere else to watch the fireworks just because i don't like the madness of it okay um but the spots for the parades yes i would say it's worth it if you if you enjoy the parades then yes spots are worth it
1: awesome yeah i haven't watched the parade in years there because i just don't yeah, people line up like an hour before they start. And, uh, yeah,
0: and it's it's the same spot for the regular parade and for the um, electrical parade. It's around when you first walk in. There's that circle mm-hmm. around, you know, bef- at the end of Main Street. It's the inside of that circle. Oh, so. that
1: would be actually fantastic. Even, yeah, because it comes for, for, for photography for it.
0: Yeah, and depending on the parade, because the daytime and the electrical go opposite directions, so it right. like goes down Main Street and then around the circle. So it's okay. it, it's you couldn't ask for a better spot. Yeah, um, but yeah, so if you are a fan of the parades and you have a fast pass spot available for it, then I would say yeah, do it.
1: It's fine. Okay, it's fine. cool. Yeah. So overall worth it to go you had a good time Oh yeah
0: I mean I know I just spent an hour however yeah, long this is it. I spent an hour ragging on it but that's just because I try to be honest and I'm I'm not a paid shill you know I mean I want I want people to get a, a You got to prove
1: those Twitter people wrong
0: Well I also you know if for anybody who's listening and who cares I want people to get a realistic understanding of what it is and I've I've read a lot of the the recaps from a lot of the other people who have been there mm-hmm. and it's all pixie dust and fairy tales you know I mean right. it's like oh this was so wonderful and this was this and you know it's like we heard this amazingly relevant speech from the ceo of alamo really (laughs) you know it's like no you didn't because i was there
1: no you're the only person i really heard from about the the movie incident i don't think i've read about that anywhere
0: which is not i mean and i wasn't the only one griping about griping about it but yeah nobody's gonna gripe about it publicly yeah well i I will because it's horseshit don't show us two-thirds of a movie don't lure an entire you know 200 families worth of kids into a movie theater say you're going to be able to watch the new pixar movie and then not show us the ending (laughs) and i got on you know for geek dad we have our own private sort of chat channel right and um I got on right away just to say, you know, after the movie, I got my phone back and I said, you know, just saw inside out. I saw, I just saw two thirds of inside out. Fantastic film. Everybody needs to go see it. And the response was not like, Oh really? Was it really good? The response was two thirds of a movie. Who does that? <laughs> <laughs> Cause these are all people who go to press junkets and you right. know who. <sighs> yeah. It's. It yeah. blew my mind. Revis-
1: revisit that. Yeah.
0: We're not going to go back.
1: That's hilarious. So. Yeah, so it, it sounds like it's a lot of fun. Uh, I think a lot of the time it's almost like a badge for people in the Disney community to be able to go. Like, uh, like it's almost maybe maybe that's what the excitement is for them. It's like a I, I they get to say I got to go. You yeah, know what I mean, and you get to be like because there is so much competition in the blogging world, whether we like to say it or not. Whether people will admit it or not, everyone wants to be the one that gets to be in the exclusive club: I guess
0: <laughs> so. I mean, it was nice to be invited again, I didn't even know the inv- invitations were going out, so right I was I didn't have my heart set on it. so it was nice. I had a good time. um i, I don't think that I would ever brag about it. I don't think that right. I would ever look down on somebody who had not been invited. just no because. no exactly but i i i do know that there are people who are like that even if it's sort of inside you know right. so right. um yeah it's if you get invited and you have the 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 financial wherewithal to make it worth, to 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 make the trip then i would go that's the thing though is that they invite you and it's 5 weeks later yeah and it's not a trivial amount of money, you know i mean it's well, not
1: you, it's, you have to say yes right away almost you, too you had
0: you had to say yes within two days because it filled up they didn't have enough spots for all the people that they invited mm-hmm. so and apparently that was the first year this is the first year that that happened
1: and but, that yeah well, that's another story
0: yeah <laughs> so yeah um it was good i had a I had a very good time um it was a little bit surreal being one of the only two dads. Mm-hmm there um but it sort of made me stand out everybody kind of knew who i was i didn't really have to introduce myself everybody immediately knew who i was so that and i'm a bit of a wallflower at those things i hate mingling yeah so that made it a little bit easier um but uh yeah there were definitely a few like the mingling and, and and um like the happy hour things that we had to go to, it was, it was terrifying for me because I just walk into a room full of 200 blog, mommy bloggers and I was like, I don't know a single person in this room. And so many of them know each other, you know, even if it's, right, yeah. it's online or they've met someone at some other event. So immediately they gravitate toward the people that they know. And then I walk in and I'm just like, ah, I need a drink.
1: You stand there, there, drinking your beer in the corner. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I
0: was doing. <laughs> a couple of people took
1: pity on me, and they're like, "Hi, are you lost? <laughs> are you a husband that made your way in?" <laughs> cool. Well, I think that's a that's a good yeah a good recap of the event. Uh, yeah, and it might sound like you're being negative, but I don't think uh, I don't know if you really listen to it really listen to what jamie has to say you'll realize he's not really being negative he's just talking about it i'm
0: just talking about i mean i'm just being honest
1: well and and i find that you are actually and i was telling you this before we came on i find that you actually are fair compared to just someone that's just out to hate on it to hate on it you're not like that like you give them props where where it's due and you call them you call them on the horse.
0: <laughs> I mean, I am a, obviously I'm, you know, we're hosting a Disney dad's podcast. So I am a right. fan of much of what Disney does. And I am, a, you know, my whole family, we are fans of the parks. And so, I mean, it's not like I hate them. I don't, you no. know, I know there are a lot of people that do just on principle, but no, I mean, I just, I'm just, I just try to be honest, but I'm not, you know, they didn't pay me to say nice things, you know, exactly. they, they paid me to go and, and give an honest report. And I actually, because I just got back last week, mm-hmm. um, I haven't even done a recap for my own blog yet, or right. so and, once and, that goes out.
1: And if there happens to be a Disney person listening, next year full movie,
0: <laughs> <laughs> full full movie, and both Justin and I get invitations, exactly. and we can take this podcast on the road. And we can yes. do and We can like live podcast it,
1: live podcast stage, just like <laughs> celebrations. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think I think that's probably good for this week. Uh, we got a lot in there. Definitely cool. So I'll just uh, outro and okay. All right, so um, we got we went through a lot of stuff here tonight about the Disney. Uh, so I can't keep forgetting the name of it. The Disney Social Media Mom Celebration is that there what it is? There you go. That's it. Perfect. And uh, if this is, I think this is a perfect guide. If you want to go, if you're thinking about going, if you want to relive what actually happened there. I think this is the perfect place for it. I think like, it was great. Uh, I'm sitting here listening to him and yeah, I'm. <laughs> it's cool.
0: Yeah. And if anybody has any questions about, you know, the process, how to get invited, the, you know, the, what happened, anything I didn't talk about, if you have any specific general questions, hit us up on, on, online, send me an email, send me, uh, you know, just get in touch with us and I'll be more than happy to,
1: uh, to uh to uh, answer your questions right so we're gonna we're gonna head out for the week um if you want to find us on twitter we are at the gbb podcast and on facebook we are gbb facebook.com slash gbb show and uh you can find me at 140 justin c and jamie is at the Roarbots. Yep. t-a-t-r-o-a-r i gotta i gotta ask you what that's about sometime (laughs) anyways thank you for Thanks for uh, listening this week. We will see you next week with another great recap, I think. I don't know. See ya. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> this podcast has been a production of the Geek Dad Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this content, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash geekdad. The intro music on our show is provided by Key Theory. Go to kitheory.com.